0: Genesis chapter number 37, Uh, Genesis chapter number 37 uh, this evening, and uh, find with me verse number 29 tonight, Genesis chapter number 37, and uh, just want to give you the thought that's on our heart, try not to be uh, too long tonight, uh, but just give you the burden of our heart, and uh, and then we'll uh, go home tonight, amen, Genesis chapter number 37, And if you find verse number 29, would you stand with me tonight as we look here in the Word of God. Genesis chapter number 37. And boy, it's good to be saved tonight. Amen. Amen. Good to be in the house of God. And uh, thankful for the privilege that we have uh, to be here tonight. Amen. Genesis 37 and verse number 29. The Bible said, And Reuben returned unto the pit. And behold, Joseph was not in the pit, and he rent his clothes and he returned unto his brethren and said, The child is not, and I whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Now know, know now whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down unto the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, and captain. Of the guard, you can be seated tonight, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. thank you, Lord, for this service tonight. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be in your house and Father, I know uh, many may be weary and tired, but Lord, I pray God that you would uh, Lord give us a uh, a word fitly spoken tonight, Lord, a word relevant for the hour and, god i 'm thankful tonight, Lord, that your word is is more up to date uh, than tomorrow 's newscast, Lord, and I pray that you would work in our hearts tonight. Lord, help us to trust you more. God, I pray, Lord, that you would draw us closer to yourself that you would strengthen our faith and uh, Father, Lord, that we would be conformed to your image of your son tonight and and to be more like you. God, that's our prayer, that's our desire. God, if there is someone here tonight under the sound of our voice that's lost, I pray God that you'd save them, Lord, that tonight would be the last night that they were lost, but God, that they would come down to this altar, Lord, that they would repent of their sin. God, that they would trust the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. Lord, I'm thankful, God, that you still desire to work, Lord, in midweek service. Thankful for a church that still waves the banner high, God. Lord, I pray that you'd speak to our hearts and help us tonight. Glorify yourself in the message we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. And amen, when we come to Genesis chapter number thirty seven this is a very familiar passage of scripture, so we 're not going to labor any real introductory thoughts as as we go uh, through this, but we know that uh, Joseph was hated by his brethren, he was the favored son of his father Jacob, and they uh, conspire together, they want to get rid of him because of the dream that he had, the vision that he had from the Lord, and then of course Jacob. Uh, interpreted that vision for him and God was basically laying it out for them that God had a special purpose and a special plan uh, for Joseph and that Joseph would be exalted but it would not come uh, without suffering. And we find that uh, shown out and played out before us in the chapter uh, 37 of the book of Genesis here. We find here in verse number 29, uh, Reuben comes back, the brothers are... Uh, coming to see how Joseph fared. And we find in verse number 29 that Reuben returned unto the pit. And behold, Joseph was not in the pit, and he rent his clothes. And he returned unto his brethren and said, The child is not... Uh, And I, whither shall I go? They took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of a goat's and dipped the coat in the blood. They come and they send that back to their father Jacob. And it's interesting tonight that Jacob immediately believes this report. And he emotionally goes into a downward spiral. And uh, he makes some harsh statements that he would go down into the grave in verse number 35. Uh, Morning for his son, now I want you to see something tonight, and this is really what we 're going to preach around and preach on uh, just in the context of this passage of scripture tonight. Uh, but Jacob had an awful lot of trouble, and Jacob had, had an awful lot of heartache and he, and he experienced a lot of emotional turmoil tonight based on something that sometimes all of us uh, are guilty of, and that was an assumption tonight. Amen. Uh, To assume something means to suppose something uh, to be the case without any proof. Can I tell you tonight that Satan is a master deceiver and he is the father of lies and he often uses assumptions to handicap and manipulate God's children. Assumptions tonight are built off of lies and off of half-truths. Assumptions can often come from misunderstandings when there is a failure to communicate. And that happens sometimes. Sometimes we can uh, there can be a breakdown of communication even between God's people and we can begin to assume something about somebody else. But you mark this down tonight that most of our assumptions are born and bred out of Satan's lies. I want to look tonight in Genesis chapter number 37 and I want us to see how one assumption in Jacob's life negatively affected him and how we might avoid making the same mistake of assuming things in our own lives tonight. Amen? I want to preach on this thought for just a few moments tonight on the anguish of assumptions. The anguish of assumptions. Jacob assumed something and as we are He said it caused him a whole lot of problems But quickly tonight Number one I want you to see this I want you to see when it comes to Jacob's assumption We find number one The reception of the coat Look with me in verse number 31 The Bible said And they took Joseph's coat And killed a kid of a goat's And dipped the coat in the blood And they sent the coat of many colors And they brought it unto their father And said this have we found Uh, Now know whether it be thy son's coat or no. The Bible said in verse number 33. And he knew it. And said it is my son's coat. An evil beast has devoured him. And notice what he says right here. He said Joseph is without doubt... Rent in pieces Now immediately Jacob takes this coat It's been dipped in blood They've got this story Kind of conceived I guess With it and immediately Jacob uh, believes this Now there there are kind of some Loopholes in this story As we read through uh, the word of God And we look there's no real uh, Story that's actually given By these brethren Uh, Jacob just takes this so called evidence And boy he's just convinced of what something bad uh, has happened to Joseph Uh, but here Jacob is he receives the news without any investigation Uh, there are no questions that are asked he sees this bloody coat and immediately he is in turmoil amen he even makes a statement that he's not even sure of, of himself he says that he says that Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces tonight amen you know there's some people tonight that they see the first dark cloud in the sky and then all of a sudden everything is cloudy tonight. Amen. I understand that there are some people uh, their natural temperament is to be melancholy. They're kind of subdued and they're uh, kind of easily maybe depressed or easily discouraged tonight. Amen. And they're naturally geared that way. But I want you to know this tonight that Satan has many bloody coats uh, that he tries to wave into the face of the believer and tries to convince you of things uh, and tries to tell you that your hopes and your dreams for working for God and living for God may be expired and they may be dead listen you may have had some failure and the devil's got you convinced that God will never use you again God's going to put you on the shelf and you've reached the end of your road but I said it before and I'll say it again Satan is a liar and he's the father of it tonight amen and there's nothing that we ought to take at face value based on an assumption tonight. Amen. Don't believe everything you hear. Amen. And the sad fact tonight is is that Satan's not the only deceiver. You, You can't believe everything that you hear. You can't ever hear, you can't believe every passing word of gossip that you hear. Uh, If somebody doesn't have the details to a story and they're just coming and giving you the gist of it and you start to ask them about it and they can't really give you all the details, that's probably not the person to talk to about the situation tonight. Amen. It'd be real wise for us just to go to the individual tonight. Amen. And uh, I tell you what really works if somebody comes to you and they're talking to you about somebody else, particularly in the church, Church, here's what you all to do. You all to let them say what they're going to say and say, hold on a minute. Let's go see what they've got to say about it. Yeah. Boy, they'll shut up real fast. Amen. All of a sudden, they don't want to talk about it anymore. All of a sudden, they don't know any details. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you tonight is assumptions are dangerous and we ought to not not hang our hat on half-truths and lies and stories that have no details tonight. Amen. There's some people, they can make drama out of anything. Amen. But most of the time, it's all smoke and mirrors. Amen. You understand this tonight, that most of the things that Satan tries to worry you over and tries to make you fret about 99% of those things, they're never going to come to pass. How many times have we thought about something? Boy, we've laid awake at night and worried ourselves sick. Maybe there's a bill that we can't pay. Maybe there's somebody that's wayward. Maybe somebody's mad at us or upset at us. Uh, uh, But then again, maybe we just think that it's that way and we've perceived it that way in our mind and we've never went to talk to the person or get any of the details, but we are wary ourselves out uh, uh, with a lack of details uh, and a lack of information and we're allowing satan and i uh, to ruffle our feathers and to beat us up over nothing more than an assumption tonight amen he just received the coat jacob was a powerful man I mean, here Jacob is. He, he, he's a son of the covenant tonight. Amen. Isaac was his father. A- Abraham was his grandfather. He had the means and he had the ability uh, to search this matter out and to send a party after Joseph. But he, he failed in doing that. Uh, and he just accepted the bad news uh, at face value and for, for what it was tonight. Amen. Hey, don't believe Satan's lies tonight. Amen. Uh, don't believe the lie of the carnal Christian don't believe the lie of the world tonight. Amen. Boy I'm glad we've got a more sure word uh, of prophecy tonight that we can believe tonight that the word of God is a lamp unto our feet uh, and it's a light unto our path uh, and instead of running to the latest gossip uh, and running to the next person who you know knows something about uh, some situation or claims they know about it. uh, Go to what we know tonight. Amen. Uh, uh, Go to the truth of the word of God uh, and build your life around that tonight, amen, the reception of the coat, what false bill of goods have you allowed the devil to sell you tonight? Amen, you'll never be used again amen you're you're no good, you're put on the shelf. It's done and over for you. That ship has sailed. Boy, you had a good run, but it's all over now. Listen, don't believe that tonight. Amen. Thank God. God has a purpose for you. Just as God had a purpose for Joseph. Just as God had a purpose for Jacob. Just as God had a purpose for the brethren of Joseph tonight. Amen. Even in spite of what they were doing. Don't make the mistake of receiving... That bad news and receiving things based on an assumption tonight. Amen. We see the reception of the coat. Number two, I see this concerning Jacob tonight. Not only the reception of the coat, but number two, I see Jacob's refusal to be comforted. Notice what the Word of God says in verse number 34 and 35. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days The Bible said in verse number 35, And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down into the grave unto my my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Here Jacob is, and he refuses to be comforted. We see his crying. Amen. Amen. Uh, there was a whole lot of energy spent in mourning somebody that wasn't even dead tonight. Amen. A lot of wasted energy. Amen. Here's what happens in our life. We see the bloody cup. We build an assumption in our mind and in our, in our heart. And we begin to plan the funeral. Amen. Uh, we begin to get everybody together. Uh, we start mourning over what was. Amen. And we don't even have all of the facts and have all the details. Uh, and there is no sense tonight in wasting our energy and wasting our resources and wasting our valuable time and spending energy and spending our time and spending those resources based on an assumption that probably is not even true and never is going to be true in the first place. Amen. We see his crying but then uh, we see his conclusion tonight. Amen. Uh, here's what he said. He said I will go down into the grave unto my son Morning. Pretty much he is determined that he himself uh, would die. He would go down into the grave unto his son. In other words, he wanted to go uh, to where Joseph was. He had given up all hope upon his life. Now listen, I understand and I know that Joseph was his favorite son. But what about those other brethren? What about those men? They obviously needed guidance in their life. They obviously needed help uh, in their life. Jacob was their patriarch. Uh, Jacob was the spiritual leader uh, of the family. Jacob had made some real blunders. But he had seen God do some great things in his heart, and in his life. Amen. And he just decided that he was going to give up. We see his crying. We see his conclusion. Then we see Jacob's comfort or the lack thereof. The Bible says in verse number 35, and all his sons and his daughters rose up to comfort him. But this is interesting tonight, but he refused to be comforted. You ever seen a situation like that? You ever met somebody like that, that they're determined to be distressed? They're determined tonight to be miserable? Now I know I'm not the only one that's met somebody like this. Amen. But you'll go up and you'll talk to them and you'll ask them how their day's going and by the end of the conversation you're sorry that you ever asked. Amen. Uh, But you try to encourage them and you try to uh, give them a word. Maybe you give them a verse of scripture or maybe you gave them something that helped you in some kind of way. And brother they are just determined tonight to be discouraged. I don't like hanging around people like that. Amen. Uh, I'm the kind of person if I'm around when somebody like that too long, it starts rubbing off on, me, off on me. Amen. And I don't like to be like that. Amen. I need some sunshine in my life. Amen. I need some happiness in my life tonight. Amen. I don't want to hang around somebody who's negative all the time. I don't want to, I don't want to hang around somebody. Amen. Where it's always dark and it's rainy and it's always cloudy tonight. Thank God for somebody who in the midst of problems and in the midst of difficulty. By the way, we've got all guys Item tonight amen you're not the only one with problems tonight you're not the only one with issues amen you're not the only one with the bloody code all of us have difficulty at some point in our life but aren't you glad tonight for the faithful children of God who can look and see the silver lining they can see the mountaintop they can see the glory in spite of the gloom hallelujah and they just decided and they've made up their mind that They're going to trust God Hallelujah Amen I know this is awful shallow But it will be alright Amen He refused to be comforted Amen Don't be that kind of individual Don't be that kind of person You might wind up in a situation one day where you don't have any friends and you'll be standing around wondering why. Where would everybody go? Amen. The problem isn't everybody else all the time. Amen. We ought to look in the mirror and we ought to do inventory and we ought to take some spiritual evaluation every now and again. Amen. How do we see the situation? How are we looking at life? What is our outlook like tonight? Amen. Jacob refused to be comforted. But then I want you to see this tonight. Jacob received that coat. Then Jacob refused to be comforted. But then I want to give you this tonight. I want you to see Jacob's reality of the circumstance. Look with me in verse number 36. The Bible said that the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of pharaohs and captain of the guard. Now I understand things don't look that good for Joseph. But things are looking good for Jacob. Amen. There's coming a day and an hour where he's going to be reunited with his son. And he's not only going to be reunited with his son down there in Egypt. Boy, I'm glad old Papa Jacob is going to be able to meet two boys by the name of Ephraim and Manasseh. Amen. And Joseph's going to come and say, Papa Jacob, these are your grandboys. Amen. And Jacob said, I would to God. I thought that I'd never see you. But here I am seeing you and I'm seeing your seed uh, and God has blessed me this day and Jacob got to sit those little boys down hallelujah and tell them about the day uh, there at a place called Peniel uh, where he was face to face with God uh, and God touched him and changed his life Uh, uh, thank God hallelujah uh, that the future was looking good uh, for Jacob amen but I'm glad the future wasn't just looking good for Jacob The future was looking real bright for Joseph tonight. Amen. You know why the future was looking good for Jacob? Because the future was looking good for Joseph tonight. Amen. I want you to see this tonight. Look in verse number 29 at the beginning of our text. And Reuben returned unto the pit and behold Joseph was not in the pit and he rent his clothes. Amen. Here comes Reuben. He's looking for that brother that was forsaken. He's looking for that brother that was put in the pit and he comes and he looks and there's nobody in the Hey, I'm reminded of a story over 2,000 years ago. uh, The favored Son of God uh, was hung on the cross uh, and they put Him in a borrowed tomb uh, and they came to where He was uh, and Mary very early in the morning uh, she looked in the tomb uh, and the angel said, for He is not here, uh, for He is risen uh, and our future looks real good uh, because the future uh, of the Son of God uh, it looks real good tonight. Hey, I'm glad He's not dead, uh, but He's alive forevermore. And because He got up, we're getting up. And because He lived forevermore, we're going to live forevermore. Hallelujah. And instead of building your life on assumptions and building your life on half-truths tonight, build your life on the sure fact that the Son of God is alive forevermore. That Jesus Christ, He's seated at the right hand of God and He ever liveth to make intercession for you and me. Thank God that Jesus Christ, He's alive tonight. Hallelujah. And because He's alive, we put our faith and our trust in Him. We're possessors of eternal life tonight, amen. I don't want to build my life on assumptions. I don't want to follow after half-truth. But I want to follow after what I know to be the inerrant, infallible, impeccable, indestructible Word of God tonight. You can build your life on it tonight, young person. You can build your life on it tonight, Amen. If you've gone wayward, if you've gone astray, come back to the only real solid foundation you've ever had in your life tonight. If you're here tonight, you've never been saved. Jesus is alive, amen, forevermore. And He wants to save you tonight. Why don't we stand tonight? God, give you the opportunity to come respond to the Word of God tonight as they sing.